Welcome to Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything except your intelligence. I'm Ken Taylor. My co-host John Perry is away today. We're coming to you from the studios of KALW San Francisco, continuing conversations that begin at Philosopher's Corner on the Stanford campus. Imagine the following scene. An 18-month-old boy is dancing joyously, if clumsily, to the music of Prince, his let's go crazy, let's say. His mother is so delighted that she whips out the camcorder, takes a video, and posts it on YouTube to share with family and friends. But someone else is also watching. That's Universal Music Group, which administers some of the copyrights to Prince's music. Universal is jealous of its rights, and it threatens the mother and insists that YouTube take down the video. Fearing for its own liability, YouTube complies. Welcome to the copyright wars. For whose benefit are these wars being waged, and at what cost? I'll put those questions and more to my guest, Lawrence Lessig, author of Remix, Making Art and Commerce Thrive in the Hybrid Economy. He thinks our copyright laws are outmoded, that they stifle creativity, and that they serve no one's real interest. What do you think? Join us by calling 415-841-4134. That's 415-841-4134. But first, our roving philosophical reporter, April Dembowski, takes a closer look at one battle in the copyright wars where public art and political activism meet in the marketplace. She files this report. Viewing art on a busy commercial street can be quite different from contemplating Chagall at the museum. Many cities have public art programs with sculptures on sidewalks and murals on freeway on-ramps. Tourists snap photos of those works all the time. But when advertisers or professionals sell those pictures, that's illegal. Everybody thinks that they can just take it because it's out there on the street. That's not any more true than you can take somebody's parked car. Brooke Oliver is a San Francisco attorney. She says copyright law doesn't distinguish between bus stop murals and Mickey Mouse. It really does protect poorer artists every bit as much as it protects a record label or you know, a huge film company. So it, it really does protect the little guy. In 2000, she filed a lawsuit against Corbis, a stock photography company. They were selling photographs of a mural from Cesar Chavez Elementary School on the internet. The mural was meant to educate students about the farm worker movement in California. Oliver represented the muralists. They spent eight months working on that mural for virtually no money at all. You don't want to just have somebody else walk out, snap a photograph of it, and make hundreds of dollars. Well, I felt ripped off. Juana Alicia was a lead artist for the mural and a union organizer with Cesar Chavez. These are images that triumph and celebrate the struggles of some of the poorest people on the planet. Getting exploited in that way was a little more, you know, insult to injury. Making a living as an independent artist is hard enough. Without the protection of copyright laws, a career in art could become a mere hobby. We are human beings too, we have families, we need to support ourselves, so it's important for us to be able to protect our rights. Attorney Oliver also represented the United Farm Workers Union. 
They own the copyrights of the Black Eagle logo and the images of Cesar Chavez and Dolores Huerta painted in the mural. The families, Dolores and Cesar's family and the foundation that was set up to protect his memory, want to make sure that those icons of social change are used in connection with things that they value and not just some, you know, some product out there, some computer or some water bottle or something like that. In the end, Corbis settled the case out of court, and they lobbied for several new state laws, giving artists even greater protections. The UFW has also filed lawsuits protecting the trademark of the union's well-known rallying cry, Si se puede, yes, it can be done. Their musical tones or phrases or symbols that bring to mind among consumers the source of certain things. And Cesar Chavez and Dolores Huerta coined the phrase, Si se puede. Si se puede! Obama away! Obama away! Even the Obama presidential campaign got permission to use the phrase in its Spanish ads. The UFW granted him a free license because the UFW endorsed Obama. It might have been different if McCain tried to use it. <laughs> yes, yes, we can. Yes, yes, we can. For Philosophy Talk, I'm April Dembowski. You can listen to the rest of this episode by purchasing it on iTunes Music. Or for unlimited listening, subscribe to our archive at philosophytalk.org.